0: Welcome to the Ray Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We're also online for you at WRQK.com, and we have Leonard Skinner tickets for you today. That show is going to be July 27th out of Blossom, and you'll get in around 8.30 this morning is when we'll pass those tickets out. um, I've got plenty of sleep. I'm ready to get through today. I'm excited. I'm playing a golf course this afternoon with a good friend of mine who I haven't seen in a few years, um, and we're playing a place I've never... I'm playing Firestones Public today, first time ever. Okay. So I'm excited about that. However... I'm a little worried about today's program. Okay, there are things on the rundown that have me uncomfortable. All right. There is a it's a, at 8:45 this this morning we have to talk about a Canton criminal. And we had to talk about this story when it first kind of started to break. Now yeah. the punishment's been figured out. Yeah. And I got to tell you, dude, it's got, dude, it's got, well, the rear end's a little puckered. I'm okay. just like, dude, I'm a little, I just, dude, I would rather not have to do that.
1: Got the cringe face on. Okay.
0: Then at nine o'clock, there's no way to avoid it. There is absolutely no way to avoid it. As much as I wish I could, there is absolutely no way to avoid it. We're going to have to go to the president.
1: Okay. Going to have to. And oh, okay. I'm going to have to do what
0: I saw it yesterday. I was like, well, dude, you got it. You got it. As much as I don't want to, we're going to have to.
1: Every time I saw it yesterday, I'm like, no, dude, you don't have to. You don't have to. Put your head in the sand, Pantone. It's fine. Everything's gonna be fine. You don't have to talk about that tomorrow. But you're right, we do.
0: We have to go you're that right. route today. You're don't right, want we do. to.
1: Okay. When is
0: that? That'll be nine o'clock. Okay. If you'd like to go home early, maybe. <laughs> I
1: gotta get out of
0: here, dude. I'm <laughs> maybe maybe Fantone's out early today. Possibly. No, but you have me worried at another end of the program at 8.30. I'm terrified. (laughs) Terrified. I don't even know what this is. I am terrified to go down this, this road with you at 8.30 because Nikki Bella. Mm. The better half of John Cena. Yeah. Had admitted something about her and John and their sex life and what she was no longer able to do. It's sex and it's wrestling okay. all together. I like it. And bro, Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> okay, I, yeah. kno- I know you do. My interest has been peaked. And I feel like your personal bottle of lube is going to spill over <laughs> and some of it's going to get on me. It's
1: worth noting, uh, you know, after WWE Canton, me and my girlfriend, we now have, you know, contrasting John Cena shirts. And, and a kid she- on the way. She said, she said, she said, she's like, am I going to have to do some sort of weird sex thing? And I was like, "Yeah, you probably are." Like now that I think about it. Yeah, I
0: saw you two wearing the <laughs> Cena shirts, and I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" Just move to just move to Alliance already.
1: I feel like this is a good point to start um, because uh, I do want to talk a little bit of wrestling as we get out of the gate here. Uh, last night, putting in work, uh, and uh, no, no shame, Jimmy Shane, dude. He put me through work last night, dude. Uh, went some time, spent you know, spent some time at Spinebuster University. Oh, my, that's first, right. You're
0: wrestling on Friday.
1: My first match Friday, dude. And I'm not gonna lie. A little bit nervous at this point, man. I, uh, I feel like I'm a pretty confident person. I feel like I go and I try things and if I suck at it, it's okay. But, like, dude, I'm afraid I'm going to get my ass kicked. I'm not going to lie. There's a little bit of What's me right now. What's the first time now. you've ever done it? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I think my 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 mouth might have finally. Did he, did, did, did you just realize <laughs> this morning that you might get beat? My my mouth, I think, finally wrote you know a check that I'm worried about cashing. And it's like, dude, if if oh, if, your if, ass if, if Crosshairs it. Kelly and Pat the Bruiser like team up on me, dude, uh, my ass is a stain on that mat, dude. And I don't, I, I dude, I just you know, like I said, Jimmy was kind of giving me the work last night, and I think it was kind of like, yo, dude, this is gonna happen to you like this is what it's like and uh you know the first couple of times it was like yeah man hey we're gonna give high fives and we're gonna have fun and dude last night it was just very real to me that i might get beat up this friday when
0: does this all go down at Busman on friday uh
1: things start at seven o'clock oh. i am the i am the main event though so uh so it would be a little bit later in the evening there but uh you know tickets still available dude, but that should be quickly, your name
0: what is that matt the main event the main man. event Matt, the main event phantom.
1: Well, that is kind of a big deal right there, dude. I, uh, I got to get, get stuff together, man. I mean, I got I to gotta figure out what I'm coming out to. Like
0: your life. <laughs> like your life. <laughs> so 7 o'clock is when it starts, Buzzbin. You're the main event probably a couple hours after that, probably what, 9, 30, 10 I was going to
1: say, yeah, I mean, get there early. There's plenty of action sure. to be seen, but uh, yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be towards the end of the program there. Yeah, the good thing for you is, is that <laughs> if you get beat up in the ring,
0: that's probably going to be the end of it because after the whole thing's over, all these guys have to get back home to their parents' curfew. You'll be you'll be fine once the once the wrestling's over there. Speaking of parents' curfew,
1: I just want to know what you're thinking about your mom. I know that's coming up Friday. Uh, too. She's
0: coming up Thursday, she'll be in town Thursday. We have agreed. She was like, "Dude, she's like, look, I I, I want to, you know, I just like let me get off the plane, let me get settled. We'll get together Saturday."
1: Okay. Whoa. No, she wants to wait. Okay, that is not what I expected at all. No, I expected Daniel right out of the game. No, Saturday. Great for you, Saturday. bro. Saturday. No, for you. Saturday.
0: She was like, "Look, she's like, I know Friday. She's like, you're off work. You know the whole thing." She was like, I know. She's like, the weather's going to be great. She's like, go play golf after work on Friday. Okay. She goes, we'll have lunch and you know we'll hang out on Saturday. I was like, all right. Per- okay. All right. Perfect. I am a little worried about today's program. And uh, something happened yesterday that none of you know about. At the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Stansbury Show, I will interact with people who listen to this program via the Twitter at Sansbury Show, my Instagram, dan.sansbury or the Facebook page. Right, I like to mix it up. I like to speak to people. Some people that have my job not so much. Some people are really into it. It all depends on what your personality is. Right, I kind of like to do it, but you can cross a line with me where I'm going to be done. Now, somebody did that. In my opinion, had crossed line with me. This is about a month and a half ago, right? And people think just because you don't use swear words or you don't call names or whatever that that, that means you can't cross a line. Where I disagree. If I tell you, I'm done with this, please stop messaging me about this. Please just stop. I, 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 I don't want to interact w- with you on this level anymore. If you keep coming back after that, to me, that's going too far. So it just yeah. got to the point where yesterday I was just, I was trying to antagonize the listener away. Sometimes you'll do it. I know it sounds crazy and you're like, you're right. Right now you're listening going, well, that's counterintuitive to what your business is. And you're right. It absolutely is. But sometimes it just has to happen. Sometimes it's like, oh, okay, you want to be annoying? Watch this. And I just kept poking him, and I was like, and my point was to drive him completely away. I want him out. Get out. 20 million minus one. Get out. Like Trump said. Get him out of here. He needs a haircut. Out. I wanted him out. Right? And so I just kept, like, I, I was like, fine. I was like, this, I know if I start to say things like this, it'll go out. Now, never swore at him. Never called him names. Never demeaned him. Just basically at the very end, I was like, you're annoying. Go away. I was like, God, you're annoying. Just go the hell away. Is this, is that's the exact message. Right? Now, my boss tends to use hyperbole sometimes. A little bit. <laughs> so, I don't, so I don't know. But he was like, dude, he called me yesterday afternoon. Okay. It's like, Dan, who is? And he gave me the guy's name. I was like, all right. I was like, I knew this phone call was coming today. I was like, I was trying to make this phone call happen today. Just so you know. He goes, Dan, this message about you is 13 paragraphs long. What? I was like seriously and so I told him What happened I was like it was a couple of months ago We got into it he sent me this long message I didn't read it my date read it at the bar She was like Dan this person's unhinged You need to stay away from this you don't You don't Understand how people can be you don't You misunderstand what it is you do sometimes And how people like people what they think About you and she was like you need to Stay away from this person this is I. She's like I have a little experience in this this Is not okay, okay. this behavior is not okay And so <clears throat> You know, it's been. I so I told him the whole story, and he was like, "So this whole thing's just about the fact that he, he, you were disagreeing about something you said on the program." He reached out to you. You feel like he went a little too far, and how many messages? He was like, "Danny he goes, if this is the way he writes, this is the first time he messaged me." He's like, "It's thirteen paragraphs long." He's like, "Yeah, you're right." He's like, "This is this is crazy." He was like, "So he's like, I can just write back." He's like, "The show's not for everybody. We can move forward." I said, "Absolutely, you can't." And, you know, that's what it is. But, like, I, and so I said to him yesterday, and I realized this. I was like, you know why that is that long? You know why he reached out to you? Because this is what people expect now. I'm unhappy. Stansbury made me unhappy. You were to fix it and you were to remove him. His whole thing was, is, and this is what was really laughable to me, especially for any of you that have met me, which is quite a bit of you. His whole thing was, Stansbury doesn't respect his listeners, which is, of course, absurd. That is absurd. Anybody who has ever met me knows that's not true. And I would like to think any reasonable person who listens on a regular basis can hear it, that that's not really true. On any one case-by-case basis, can any one of you piss me off to the point where I don't maybe personally care about you personally? Yes, absolutely. I'm a human being just like you. But as a whole, by and large, that is not a factual statement.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I think there's a couple things on back there. I don't think you could
0: last as long as I have if you didn't.
1: Um, it, people are going to take what they want to take away from things. And if they want to hear you as somebody who is disrespectful or out of touch with, you know, the audience or thinks less of them or whatever, that's what they're going to do. You sure. know what I mean? Like there's no, there's nothing you could say if that's what they want to hear. That's what they're going. That's what to that's, that's what they're going to hear. And no that's what they're going to question about. It. It, it's also worth noting here that even though you and I obviously know this, um, in a lot of ways you're just that voice coming out of the box when they're in their car by themselves. And I've always said this is you throw a little bit of mental instability with that in to that equation where it's like, like I said, no, I don't I mean, want
0: to make that accusation about this one particular person, but it could be. Yeah, well, and I, I don't do know. Think, I, do,
1: I have no idea. I've not read any of this. I do not you don't know, even know who, who this I'm talking is. about. I have zero. Right. I have zero clue on who this guy is and whether he's listening right now or whatever. I am going to tell you his name just in case. But there is that, the that thought in the back of my head always where it's like you you we are vulnerable in that sense oh, we yeah. are like you know how many times does it have to be like this tv station or this news you know news station or whatever it is whatever like you, you as a as a person with a microphone or a a a a platform there is that level always at least in the back of my head where it's like is somebody taking what i'm saying and li- taking it how they want to hear it, how they want well, to, like, you're yes. disrespectful, you're, you know, like...
0: Well, the thing is, is, like... concerns me. The old the old joke about crazy people is they think the radio's speaking to them. Right. Well, now you take a show le- who legitimately is speaking to you and had, does kind of have some of the kind of opinions and takes or whatever it is you want to say that I may have or that Fantone may have, that sometimes, you know, that can happen. Now, I don't think that this person's necessarily mentally unstable, but he's okay. definitely passionate to a level that see I want people to be passionate about the program so I don't want to say that but he's definitely passionate about it in a way that's like uh, this might not go great for me You know what I mean?
1: Like one of those. And there's a difference between like being passionate about something. Like I'm passionate about the Cavaliers. I don't expect them to do everything that I want them there to do. Go. That's, when, that, that's when, a great when, way to when, say when it. they when they make a move that I don't I don't appreciate. It's not like I'm going to write Dan Gilbert and be like, you know what, dude, you, you owe me this, that, and the third because like you don't owe me anything.
0: No, nobody owes you anything. Uh, so and I, I, there was a little bit of that in his email to the boss. You know, like we're the ones that put him where he oh, is. God. And like, look look, 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 here's the thing. On some level, this is totally true, but on the other level no it 's not at the end of the day like let 's put it into an athlete 's thing not we 'll we'll take it out of the arena of me. But people that say all, all the time wouldn 't be an NFL of one for me yes there w- there 's a reason why you 're watching it. Their ability is what made you a fan, so they put them there. I, they gave you something to watch so it's there 's a little bit of that too where it 's like we people who have public eye jobs. You have to have so much gratitude for it, and you absolutely should, that the balance has now overshifted. where now people just want to have you as a, I'm your like personal marionette now, where it's like, oh yeah, now I'm going to email the boss, and since we see so many people get removed from their jobs, I bet I can do this for you, and that's exactly what the guy wanted. He wanted, and, and what, this is what I've said about social media, this is what I've said about technology, is that it turns us all into consumers of the digital Roman coliseum, where it's like, thumbs up, thumbs down, who gets to live, who gets to survive, which career makes it, which one doesn't. And it's honestly, it's a little scary for people who do this because you, if, I, if I worked for a lesser programmer, yesterday afternoon goes way different for me. Luckily for me, I got a 25-year vet down the hallway who's dealt with it all, who's seen it all, who's dealt with me for multiple years, who's known me for 10-plus years, and knows that I'm not the guy of people trying to tell him who I was.
1: Our chubby little buddy there. Our
0: chubby little buddy. <laughs> and yeah, I'm giving him all the credit in the world because he's in line right now. Fast food window. Getting that iced tea. He constantly tells me doesn't have sugar in it. I know you're Wife is listening. It does have sugar in it. I take swigs of it when he's in the bathroom. He doesn't know. I've been drinking out of the cup for four years. It's sugar tea. I don't care what he tells you. That's the way that goes down. Fantone was in attendance. Biggest concert maybe to hit the area in I don't know a few years. Fantone was there. We'll get a wrap-up of T-Swift next on Rock 106.9. The
2: Stansberry Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106.9.
1: Yo, guys, Fantone from The Stansberry Show here to tell you about the Roholt Vision Institute. It still happens to me all the time, dude. I wake up in the morning, I reach for my glasses, and all of a sudden, I remember, dude, you do not need those. I got 20-20 vision thanks to the LASIK surgery I had done at Rohold. And I'm telling you, your summertime is going to be so much easier when you don't have to worry about glasses or contacts. So if you've been thinking about LASIK Basic surgery. I know you have some questions, which is why the Roholt Vision Institute has made everything perfectly clear for you at their website. That is RoholtVision.com. Rock
0: 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 1069. This Saturday, join Fantone. He'll be at the Key of Alliance 11 to 1. He'll get you hooked up with some concert tickets. We'll also do that around 8.30 this morning. Uh, speaking of concerts and Fantone, last night you were in attendance First Energy Stadium, Taylor Swift. How was that? Uh,. It was pretty damn good, dude. I, now, look, I'm a Swifty. I'm all in. I love her. Um, so I have no problem believing that. Now, I, I did not go, was not in attendance, but I saw a lot of the still photos and, you know, people Facebook Live and that whole thing. So I saw a little bit of it. The stage show looked Amazing but I've heard tale of her not being the best live performer as far as like singing voice goes. How did she sound?
1: She did not sound all that great. I didn't walk away from that concert yesterday thinking like, wow, what an amazing voice on that woman.
0: See, because I think she does have a nice voice when she's like in her songs.
1: didn't suck. It's not like I'm going to be like, man, that was terrible last night. It's not like she was screeching through the notes or anything. But in that sense, what I will say about Taylor Swift is that she is a, 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 a proof positive, and you know Conor McGregor and LeBron James have talked about this before that there is no like talent; it's just dedication. It's just going over it time and time and time again. It's an obsession of doing things right, and you could tell she had put in the work. Michael always said, "Practice
0: until you can't miss."
1: Yeah, and that's that's really what I think. I think what uh, to me because it, it, you're right because it's not. It's not like she was just so amazing with her voice, but like, she had that quality and that that, that that star power, and like, you could just tell everything she had did, every every time she talked, every time that, you know, every dance move she did, every facial expression she made when she sang, you could tell had just been
0: rehearsed infinitely. This is what I find interesting about last night, and her, as a whole. Because last night was not the first time she's played a venue this big. No but like I once went and saw Metallica for the summer sanitarium tour and they played the horseshoe and they played the shoe in Columbus right and a band I really 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 like the Deftones were like one of the first bands to play that day that stage swallowed that band whole like it was just too big they weren't they're not they're, that's not that band so when you think about how big First Energy is and there's just this and I don't don't overthink my wording here But there's just this little girl on this stage, and yet she owns it. She controls it. And she's still this, you know what I mean? Like that stage isn't too big for her.
1: She made a huge deal about mentioning that it was a stadium tour multiple times. Oh, I'm sure. Like multiple times. Like you could tell it was like, cause she even talked about like, she's like, I've been to Cleveland nine times and it's just been so amazing. And like I said, everything was just so rehearsed. Every joke she made, every like little, little, like, little like spin she put on stuff. But you know what that
0: is? That's respect of the consumer coming to see you.
1: She must have, she must have said, you know, and this is the stadium tour and this is blah, blah, blah. I mean, it well, was, you know why that is. It was being floss, no doubt about
0: it. You know why that is. Well, nice, it's man. to shut people like me up who told her when she was going to go pop how it was going to blow up in her face, uh, dude. I remember I was completely wrong on Taylor Swift. I was like, dude, don't leave the country thing. What are you thinking? And then, sure enough, she drops this th- that first album, and it was a smash.
1: Now, ever since she dropped country, she's been trying to kind of like re-identify herself as a woman, and I think that anytime you have like. Someone who was a teen star going into an adult star. It's hard. They're going to have that album where it's like, hey, I have sex. I do drugs. Like, look at me. Yeah. I can do this I now. I just love Disney. This, yeah. was, this wasn't like her being like, like sexual in like that slutty way, but you could tell she was like, I'm a woman now. Like that was very much the reoccurring theme that I kept picking up on was like you've
0: banged like forty dudes over five records. You've been a woman for a while. I'm a grown up
1: was kind of like the was like
0: the gist well, of it. She is like twenty five now, right? It was it was yeah. I mean she's gotta be sure. right there,
1: right? In that age range. Um that 'cause that twenty two album and stuff was three, four years ago of years at this ago, point. Right? Um there was, there was. If not sold out, it was damn well close to it. I mean, you yeah. Could looking see, at the
0: photos, it was well attended.
1: You could see empty seats, but for but the most part, being
0: at first Energy. right,
1: right. For the most part, it was sold out. Um, one of the cool things that they had is they had those light wrist bracelets last night. I don't know if you've been to an event with those yet, but like, it's stupid because you are putting on this bracelet and it's like, but it's but got instead this of holding light,
0: your lighter up in the air,
1: but it, it all syncs together. So like, there was parts it's flashing blue and like, there's like this gold like snake going through because. Snake were like a big part of her show like that was just happened to be world snake
0: day yesterday too which was weird i
1: don't know reptiles and like she was calling you know kanye west and 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 and, 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 and katy perry snakes not last night in the show but those songs okay. those were essentially yeah, 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 i yeah, mean yeah, yeah. those were when she had these beefs with people i think that's part of her being an adult and uh there was just a cool add-on it was just a cool like whoa like this is a visual experience this is Fireworks and flames and like everything you wanted out of that style of show. Like I said, was the musicianship the greatest in the world? No, but but who cares? Like uh, it's that's part
0: spectacle, is part of what you're going for. So and like on, let's be honest, a lot of the core audience just wants to go dance and have a good time. Exactly, at it. That's dude. That's all they want. Y- yes. So, set list. Did she give you the hit parade?
1: Mm, it was mostly new album stuff, but really? it, there was still. But there was still. I mean, it was still. The I mean, she hits. gave you
0: the hits. Yeah, right?
1: it was still the hits.
0: Like, uh, like I knew you were trouble. Obviously, yeah, of course, and uh, bad blood style, and like style.
1: And but like th- those are the last two albums. You know what I mean? Yeah. She didn't go back into country all that much. She played "Teardrops on My Guitar," one of those country songs that you belong with me, right? Like that's yeah, still on her setlist, yeah, right? Yeah, it was because she, and you got to think too, and you have that many hits, you can. Do a little, you know, medley. Like, yeah, like Super a little Bowl medley, right? Event. You can just boom, 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 and yeah. then get through it real quick. Um, a lot of people yesterday complaining about like the uh, the first energy stadium. Like, well, they were sucked getting in there and out of there. I had no problem getting really? in or out, dude. Went to Will Call. By the way, shout out to Keith Kennedy, our uh, our very good friend, Keith Kennedy. Got me hooked up with not oh, just. Oh, you're not going to
0: call me your chubby buddy right now? Not right now? No, no I'm
1: going to no. give him his due yeah. credit. Dude, you uh, sell out. Got me hooked up with tickets and then was like. It hit me up yesterday and was like, "Hey, you guys want to go like stand down there?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude. Yeah." Which by the way, yesterday was my anniversary with my girlfriend. So all this stuff just fell into my lap and I'm like, "Yes, dude. Yes." Um and uh so he got us like the snake pit passes oh. and like so we got to go hang out down there and like it, it, dude, it was awesome. It really was. It was it was, it was a hell of a concert. Oh, that sounds cool. This guy sends me a Facebook message in the middle, "Dude, are you at the Taylor Swift concert?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, my wife's taking pictures of you and sending them to me, and I'm like, what the hell is going on?
0: When do we start taking pictures of your wife and sending them to you, dude? See how you like it. Marilyn Manson, Rob Zombie? Nope. <laughs> nope. Don't care. Didn't go. Not at all. Taylor Swift? Insanely jealous. Yeah, wish I was there. I'm a Swifty. It's just the way it is. More Stan'sbury Show, if you still care about it. Next on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show over on Rock 1069. Uh, a listener took me to task and says, You know, you're talking about how nobody cares about Major League Baseball. Just so you know, one million more viewers watched the Home Run Derby this year than the NBA three point and the dunk contest. I think part of that is, is that NBA stars don't really take part in that, right? Like, it's Correct. always a big story when, like, when you get like the biggest NBA star. To be part of that, Bryce Harper is arguably one of the biggest stars in baseball. It was in his home park. There's a good story there. So I think that that probably led to viewers. Also, I think the home run derby's just always been woven into Americana. I don't think you can argue the fact that the NBA is the one with the more positive steam right now over MLB.
1: And one of the things about, you know, the the you, the point you bring up about stars not performing in it, that's one of the knocks against LeBron James that I will 100% concede to is that you did no dunk contest. You never wanted to participate in that. So where's the relevancy? If the greatest isn't doing it, why am I watching this? This is pointless. What 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 what, what am I doing here? That's a great point. Um
0: like was Steph Curry in the three-point contest last year? I don't think I he don't was. Remember. See, that's what I'm saying. If Steph Curry, known the world round to be the best three-point shooter, isn't in the contest to find out who the best three-point shooter is? Why is anybody watching it? So, like, I, I think that's really what it is. I also think the Home Run Derby has been woven into Americana in a way that the NBA just hasn't yet, but give it a few years. Although I think the NBA's headed for problems. I really do. Everybody tells me I'm wrong. Maybe I am. Who knows? I've, I've been wrong before. Maybe I am. I, but I think they are headed for a little bit of a problem. But... Baseball, or well, at least one team and a player. is it, Do I have this guy's name right? Josh Hader. Yeah. Uh, Milwaukee Brewers is going to have some problems. Apparently, this kind of broke in the middle of the All-Star game last night. started to break, kind of. But people have found some old tweets of him. Apparently, he was 17.
1: <sighs> terrible decision-making time in your life. At the end of the day, you oh. are just terrible at making decisions.
0: Dude, do you know how happy I am? I don't have Twitter. I didn't have Twitter. At seven, Dude, you know how happy I am? People can't go back to when I was 17 and being like, dude, this is what he looked like. This is what he said. This right. is what he thought. Right. This is who he... Dude, it's almost unfair. It's almost unfair on some level.
1: Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing is we all very much look down our noses at young people that make these mistakes with because social there's media pictures of it. because you, don't, you did not have that availability because I'm telling you right now, there are plenty of people handfully raised here where it's like, dude, there are plenty, and I mean plenty of cringeworthy things from 17-year-old me.
0: Oh, in today's day of you could get fired for what you used to think? 17, dude, tweets of 17 year old Sansbury would have had, would have me fired. I think
1: also at a point for sure, you're so at 17, you think you're untouchable. You think you are, well,
0: especially guys like you and I, because we're trying to sharpen that sense of humor, right? So you're very, very guilty of going too blue, too far because you're trying to figure out where that line you're tr- is.
1: Exactly. You're trying to figure out like where, where are these spaces? Where's
0: the line of people? Where's my personal line? And dude, when you're, when you're testing those boundaries, it can go sideways. Okay. So like now, like I'm not looking to give Josh Hader, you know, an excuse. I'm just telling you what would have been true of me. But some of these tweets from Milwaukee's Brewer reliever are not great. It's one of them says here, "I don't give a damn." I'm triply uses the n-word there. He says, "F my lungs, F my liver." Now that rhymes. If I could say all the words, that sounds to me like a song lyric. Okay. But So it's like, all right, I'll excuse one as song lyric, and again, he's 24 now, 17 when the tweets were made. Let me just tell white people right now, um, I don't care if you're saying song lyrics or not. I don't care if it's a meme you didn't create or not. If the N-word's on your profile, you're an idiot. You you, do just stop. Somebody's going to put you in the crosshairs. I see white chicks do this all the time. They grab memes. It's got the N word in it. It's like, dude, you are from Brewster. What are you doing?
1: So I I just a funny like an interjection to this story. So remember the song Gold Digger by Kanye West? Yes. I'm not saying she's a a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke. 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 And that's how it was the radio edit. It was broke, broke. So one time my mom asked me, Matthew, what does broke, broke mean? And I tell her and I tell her. And my mom, her jaw hits the ground because she likes that song. And she's like, Matthew, why couldn't they just say broke African-Americans? And I'm like, Mom, you'd be a terrible rapper, like the worst rapper ever. Why couldn't they just say African-Americans?
0: I don't know. You would think the question would be, why do they have to go to the (laughs) racial aspect of it at all? You would think that would be the question. So I'll excuse that tweet from Josh Hader. But then there's another one where he's responding back to somebody. Again, this is when he was 17. He says, "Yeah, too bad. I'm effing grounded, n-word. I can't do s." Okay, that's um, a song. Awesome. That that <laughs> doesn't like. yeah, that doesn't so. sound like song lyrics right there. Okay. Um oh my god. Face down, ass up. That's the way we like to f-word there. Okay. He says, "There's some hoes in this house. I'm trying to f-" That's a song lyric, I know for sure. Oh
1: yeah, I was going to say both those were.
0: I, I know that's a um Another one of these is I need a bitch that can that can f Jeez. cook and clean right. Jeez. Again, you know how happy I am. You don't have tweets of me when I was seventeen. Yeah, it's a good thing because that's what young men who are approaching manhood, who think they understand, who think they they are. You got to understand it. Seventeen year old man thinks boy. Seventeen year old boy thinks he's a man and thinks he's already figured out how to yield manhood. We don't figure it out till. Well, maybe next year I'll get it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? But like that, but you take my point. It's like you think you got adulthood figured out at seventeen, but you don't. You're really. It's like what I said about marriage yesterday. Everybody thinks you get married, you have a kid, that that's the finish line. It's not. It's the starting pistol. Your life's just getting going now.
1: I yeah, one hundred percent. But I hope that you know anyone listening right now hears this and recognizes that like you know I'm sure this Josh Hader his parents probably didn't think that like hey seven years from now my kid's going to be a pro baseball player and that this is going to come back to haunt him but like it is so important that and these things and yes you can say hey these are song lyrics not necessarily what he meant Dude, I think there's a changing dynamic truthfully too in the sense of usage of that word I, I, I do genuinely do believe that. that I feel like younger people both black and white are Becoming more okay with it being used in like well that's song okay. lyric sense not okay whether whether we, we we can agree or disagree on it but at the end of the day I do think that's happening so I, listen and by no stretch of my try- probably right by no stretch am I trying to you're probably right though uh, am I trying to like excuse this but it's like dude you have to make it perfectly clear to your children that even if you think it's just song lyrics dad it's just a song it's just the a matter. rap song I like, dude this can come back to haunt you this you is gonna cannot, cost this
0: kid millions of dollars. You
1: can- cannot you cannot leave this this questionable material out there it, no it, it, Honestly, you just can't
0: if you're a parent of a high school athlete right now and you think there's there's chance of next level even if you don't if you think but if you think there's a chance of next level I would be going over that social media timeline and scrubbing the hell out of it
1: anyone you think Papa John's right now isn't thinking to itself like boy we got to make sure that the people we're hiring is buttoned up you know what when you get that application you Google search their name with these three keywords and if you find any tweet any Facebook post Anything with that name associated with that word? Do you think think that they're not doing that? How
0: can we say what we just said here and then we disagree about the fact that I think that this is what blows all this stuff up in the end? If it comes down to you can either tweet or make a living? I mean, dude, you need money. Tweets are nice, but money is a necessity in life. I just think at some point somebody's going to start to say, and I think I'm the guy that's been starting to say, what the hell are we doing this for? Look, it never leads to anything good ever. I've, I, I, I want to say I feel bad for him, but I don't. I, I mean, at, at the end of the day, when you enter in, I mean, dude, there are programs you can log into that will delete old tweets. If you enter into a multi-million dollar contract and you didn't do that, that's on you.
1: Get out in front of it, too, dude. And I mean, like, I'm not trying to be like, well, dude, just be the person that apologizes for everything. But you know what skeletons you have in your closet. Better to delete and be like, hey, this is the mistakes I made. This is what I'm doing to fix it. Instead of like, oh, damn, dude, this came
0: back to haunt me. You're right, because when you apologize, when something gets drug up, it looks like you had to apologize. Right. It does. It looks like, oh, okay, you're just going through the motions on this. So I normally sing the praises of Las Vegas. I love the city. I've lived there. My family still lives there. I love Las Vegas. I normally sing the praises of it. This, however, is absolutely crazy. Crazy and sometimes you just got to let PR roll out the way it would. I don't know what Vegas is thinking. We'll get into that next on Rock
2: 106.9. The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a
1: dream come. Yo guys, fans i from The Sansbury Show here. Honor Fighting Championship bringing MMA action back to the flats. That's right, it is Honor Fighting Championship 6. It is fight night in Nautica and all goes down August 18th up in Cleveland. Now listen, tickets are already moving fast. I don't want you to get shut out, so go get yours at Honor honorfightingchampionship.com. The lineup is already stacked and it includes friend of the Stansberry Show, uh, the vanilla gorilla, Nick Brashear. He'll be making his MMA pro debut at fight night. You don't want to get shut out on this, dude. Tickets still available, uh, including VIP packages. Get yours at
0: honorfightingchampionship.com. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We're online for you at WRQK.com, and we have Skinner tickets for you coming up at 8.30. Also, I'm terrified of 8.30. Terrified, terrified, terrified. Should be. Nikki Bella. Who's this woman who is like you know with John Cena, then not with him, and back with him or whatever? Like, dude, she got opened up about their sex life and what she was not able to do after something happened with them. And Yeesh. so we're mixing wrestling and sex together at eight thirty. Which, dude, has got me worried about Fantone again. And Lube,
1: you got to get that in there too.
0: And again, Fantone will be wrestling this Friday night. <laughs> Buzzbin event gets underway seven o'clock. I uh, I will I am I am planning on being in attendance. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm planning on being in attendance for nice. that. I probably will not be there at seven o'clock. I, uh, then, uh, I. I
1: might need the help, dude. I'm telling you right now, your boy's a little bit nervous about things, hoping, man. Either. Stepping in the squared circle with professionals, dude. I. Uh, you know, I. Uh, I got one more training session tomorrow night,
0: and then Friday. Here we are. We opened the show this morning, letting you know that a uh, what I assume will be a former listener after today. I know he's glued to his radio today. Um, I had banned him from, like, the social media sites yesterday, and I had just reached a point where I was like, dude, I'm just kind of done with you. Now, again, people think just because they don't call you names or they don't swear at you or whatever that you can't cross the line. Yes, you absolutely can. You can get to the point where these messages are just too much, and it's just like, dude, you got to go away. And so I just said that. I was like, God, you're annoying. So he sent my boss, and again, my boss told me this morning, 13 paragraphs, the first message. So then I'm walking down the hallway right now. My boss is like, yo, get in here. I walk by his office. He's like, get in here. He's like, dude, that guy's unhinged. And I was like, really? He's like, don't interact with him anymore. I was like, I won't. I was like, I blocked him from stuff. I can't. And he's like, Dan, it was two more messages that guy sent me, both really long-winded. He's like, I didn't even read them. I can't get through it. He's like, I ended up having to block this, the, 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 him from being able to send me emails. So this is what I want you to understand. If you get blocked in the same day from two different members of a radio station building, the problem's you, dog. The problem is you. This is
1: definitely a a a byproduct of this culture of gotcha. well these garlic these garlic butter knots are too garlicky therefore I want a coupon for free I get free yes. stuff right give me something for free hey I don't like this you know what this 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 was a little too hot to you know it's definitely a byproduct of that but like it it it, it Where did
0: garlic butter knots I don't by? know but they sound delicious <laughs> they, don't they, they? they sound
1: good. But like but but that's it's like what do you expect bro like okay you voice your displeasure We've taken it into consideration and we are all moving on with our day. Like, what do you expect? Like, do you want something for free? The whole well, damn thing's for free.
0: I think he thought because he was telling my boss, well, he doesn't care about his listeners, which is crazy. By and large, that's not true. Can any one of you get to the point where it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of done with you? Yes. But do I not care about the audience as a whole? That's crazy. I don't think you can make it this, in this business as long as I have without having there be some real ultimate caring about you at the end. I'd like to think not. I'd like to think that, you know, at at some point you would be found out to be fraudulent. Um,
1: But whether, whether you do or you do not, and whether this guy thinks you do, this guy thinks you do, or you do not is inconsequential in this transaction here where it's like, okay, man, you told us your opinion.
0: Okay. Now, 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 do what everybody always threatens me you're going to do. Just go away. Right. This is what I love. And, dude, if you dislike, and you were allowed to dislike things you hear on the program, obviously, I am a very opinionated person. I am going to ruffle some feathers. That's part, that used to be, honestly, what we were hired to do. Now, honestly, America's gotten too soft for that anymore. So you got a kid glove it with everything these days. And that's why the moment you don't, everybody cries in a corner about how unfair you are. Meanwhile, dude, you want to be able to sit at your keyboard and lob mortars at me and yet then when i defend myself now i'm the big bad bully which makes absolutely no sense whatsoever makes no sense whatsoever he wanted a reaction from my boss didn't get it and then sent multiple messages to where he had to be blocked from that the problem is you dog not us
1: our boss tried to send you a message but he had so so much sausage grease on his fingers dude on his thumbs he just couldn't even get the words out
0: can't even grip it all right, I normally sing the praises of Las Vegas. I love Las Vegas. Yeah. I have lived there. My brother lives there currently. My mom lives there. It's a great city. I honestly think it gets a bad rap. Um, I think some of the bad rap was brought on by themselves. What happened to your stays here? they sold too much on that sin thing. Vegas is actually a great place to take a family for vacation
1: and within the next 10, fifteen, maybe 20 years when marijuana is legalized everywhere, when prostitution is legalized everywhere, when it's like, oh, you know, gambling's legalized everywhere everywhere will be. Vegas. Well, all of a sudden, dude, we're all going to have to come off this high horse of like, yeah. oh, dude, boy, what a sin city.
0: But we know that that awful that awful shooting happened there. Right. At that, that, that country concert. Yeah. So I'm just going to read this to you. Okay? Because I'm trying to make sense of it myself. The corporate owner of Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino in Las Vegas is suing more than 1,000 victims of the 2017 mass shooting. The resort's Uh, corporate company filed complaints in Nevada claiming that the hotel and its owners cannot be held liable for the October 1st shooting. The gunman opened fire from a Mandalay Bay hotel room onto a crowd of concert goers. He killed ultimately 58 people. Now this casino group also owns the venue where the concert was held. Now, they're basing their argument around the post 9-11 law, which extends liability protections to the Department of Homeland Security certified companies in the event of an act of terrorism. One of the security vendors hired for the concert was certified. So MGM now arguing that it should get the same liability protection since it did the hiring. It says all claims filed against it must be dismissed. So they're not necessar- what they're they're counter suing these people saying you can't sue us for what happened to you while you were here. Right. Now ultimately, I'm with the casino. I don't believe you can sue I don't believe you should be able to sue the casino. I don't believe it that it that they should be required there's no way for them to guarantee your safety at something that massive on that level. They cannot foresee every problem coming down the pike. And I think requiring them to see every every scenario coming down the pike is a dangerous place for us to get. And ultimately, it's going to end up sanitizing live events to the point to where you won't even want to go. I think this is a dangerous thing. However, however, this is one of those things where people won't take the time to think about what's happening, the headline is you're suing victims, and the PR is a nightmare. So aren't you on some level just better off paying this money quietly and get it settling out, paying money quietly, taking the hit, and moving forward?
1: Yeah, I mean, along or at the very least, along with this announcement of, hey, we're suing these people, but we are also offering them a 10,000, 50,000, whatever thousand amount of settlement, you know, as a sign of goodwill. You know, we understand the trials and tribulations that they've been through. This has been an issue, you know, not only for for our company, but for their families and for everyone involved in some sort of a statement there, a, like a tagged along with money that would that would definitely help. But I do so. If somebody, is there no reasonable expectation of safety anywhere in life? I mean, like, is there, there's no liability of, if, if last night at this Taylor Swift concert, if somebody snuck in a gun, even though there were metal detectors and security guards, that company holds no liability.
0: Yeah, because it'd be, well, I, yeah, because is anything 100% is anything 100% but that's like saying, okay, like my car has a seatbelt in it. But if I die wearing the seatbelt, that's not the, the, the problem of the car manufacturer.
1: Yeah, if it's you know obviously if it's the case of like hey this is faulty equipment that we knew we were using. If it
0: didn't work, that's one thing. But dude, yeah, I mean, yeah, look, yeah. What do I always say about criminals and cops? The criminal has more incentive to get away with the crime than the cop has to t- to catch you.
1: And I guess at the very least if you make the argument of you went through you went through the the metal detectors and then you can say like yeah, there is, you know, like were you using faulty equipment? Were you using, you know, untrained staff or something like that? But this was a guy Shooting out of a hotel, and at that point, are we making the argument of every every checked bag or every bag you take into a hotel now has to be like this? Is what's going to end up right? Well, yeah. that's just it. If nah. you want, if
0: you want what you think you want, what that means is get ready to turn your luggage over every time you check into a hotel. And you're thinking to yourself, well, I'm not a criminal, so what? If that's what's going to have to happen. Yeah. In order for 100, that's what would have to happen. So checking into a hotel will take 10 hours. You'd be inconvenienced, and then you'd be bitching about tw- on Twitter about that, and they'd
1: be holding up your king. Double dong, like who's is this? Excuse me, we've got it. We've I got a huge one right here. Now, all
0: that being said, though, like yeah. I said, the headline is Casino Sues Victims. And most people don't think about what's really happening. So the PR is casino suing victims.
1: This should have been accompanied by money. This that Because then at least you have some sort of like, in a showing of respect, we've offered every family of a slain, you know, member $10,000 or $50,000, whatever. Because honestly, you're right. At that point, dude, the money doesn't mean anything. You're a goddamn casino, dude. You right. have you got the
0: cash. At the end of the day, there's, a, well, not only that, but you're a movie studio. You're a casino. You're, I mean, dude, that company is massive. And that's why. Their what- reaches crazy.
1: And that's why they had to put this in place, because they I'm sure they recognize like, dude, we are open for a just unlimited liability here. Well, anything
0: that happens at a future concert. I'm sure they have to do this on some level. This is somewhat, this is one of those times where honestly, where a headline is unfortunate for the company at hand. Where it's like, "Ah, you may, because I don't believe they should be held responsible for what happened. I really don't. I don't know how they could be required on any reasonable level to provide that level of safety. There is a level of safety, I expect, but at the end of the day, the world is random. Violence can be random, and so I don't know how anybody is supposed to protect me 100% from anything. It turns out, Fantone, beer goggles are 100% a real thing. We'll explain how that happens. That's next on Rock 106.9.
2: The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9.
0: This report is brought to you by All Seasons RV. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. Online at WRQK.com and passing out Leonard Skinner tickets for you at 830. Also terrified about what's happening at 830 because Fantone's going to get to talk about sex and wrestling all at the same time. Which, by the way, big weekend for Fantone. Let's yeah, talk about that. Big, yeah, big weekend for the kid. Yeah, it is. How about Friday night? You're at Busbin wrestling 7 o'clock. Yeah. Everybody come to that. OCW be yeah. part of that. And then uh, Saturday, 11 to 1, you can find Fantone at Key of Alliance. You'll be loaded down with concert tickets to pass out there as well.
1: I, uh, I will be in attendance with Mark Munch Bishop right there, and I'm not going to lie. This is Saturday. This is Saturday, yeah. This is Saturday. I'll be at Key of Alliance with Munch. And uh, he might have to carry me uphill, dude. He might have to weekend at Bernie. We, dude, if I get beat up bad enough on Friday night, it could be an ugly situation there. <laughs> See, I think
0: you need Munch Friday night, not Saturday. Square circle, homie! Brother! Dude, how great would Munch look in a cape? <laughs> dude, honestly, he would be a
1: good manager, because you could just give him the mic, and you know he'd go insane. Oh, the mouth of the show! J- just just scream into it for a good four or five minutes, and you know, and dude, <laughs> Stansberry show.
0: I like it. I do too. I like it. Let's get Munch out there. That'd be great. So, science is now backing up something I've known to be true all along, all right. which beer goggles are a real thing. The more you drink, the more attractive people get. It's just, I, I don't, I, I can't believe we needed science for this. Now, University of Pittsburgh is where this got done, so, you know, temperate. Uh, But they looked at some data, and they also culled over 16 previous studies, right? So what they did is they rated the attractiveness of people in photographs. Half the people were drinking, half the other people were sober, which I already have a problem with the way the math was done. I think the way this needed to be done, the way it's done better, is to give me the photographs, I'm sober, ask me how attractive these people are. Then I start cracking beers. I start drinking beers i'm um, you ask me in three beers in. you ask me at six beers in. you ask me at nine beers in. you ask me at like fifteen beers in Some of you are thinking dude you can drink fifteen beers? I mean maybe not anymore, but that's the better way to find out how this works right versus Maybe these people would have thought these people were attractive, sober. So what I'm saying is showing the two different groups of people the photos, one being drunk, one being sober, I don't think gets me the math I need.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's definitely like room for more research or whatever. I just wonder if you, having previously seen the photos, would that affect how you felt about them 12 beers into it? Where it's like, ah, I already said she was ugly, dude. I'm sticking with it. I don't care. That bitch is ugly. Do
0: Do people remember... I mean, like, honestly, dude, a lot of time eyewitnesses aren't credible in a courtroom because they think they remember things, but they don't.
1: When you're sitting there in a in a studio or in a lab, okay, you could know, we, could
0: we could we agree that if I put four hours in between it, that I would probably still be I, this would be a better way to, to figure this sure. out versus like two different groups of people. I believe beer goggles are, are, are a real thing. And here's why. I think secretly the people you're you're attracted to while you're drunk, you're attracted to when you're sober. I think there are people out there. Who are, who feel guilty about people they feel attracted to because you feel like judgment may be coming from your family, your friends, previous partners. You're worried about not dating up enough after being out of a new relationship. This girl's not as hot as my last girlfriend. I'm going to lose her boy, her new boyfriend's got a good job. I better win. I think that I think, and I think that this is how this happens. I think this is how people get drunk in a bar and end up sleeping with people you really secretly want to sleep with.
1: So at that point, you. it's not that the people are more attractive to you, because that's. this is essentially what the study's saying. It's just you don't care I think both about things anything are true. else.
0: I think both things are true. I think both things can be true. Yeah,
1: yeah, because I think that's really more what it is, is you just don't care anymore. It's just like... You, it's
0: not about their attractive level. It's about your inhibitions yeah, being let go.
1: Your inhibitions get thrown out the window there, and all of a sudden it's like... What you would have, whatever would have stopped you from sleeping with that person or hitting on that person or whatever the case is, all of a sudden you, like I said, you threw them out the window. So yeah, I, I have to agree with you on that.
0: Yeah, I just think it's one of those things. I, I, I mean, I've seen it with guys. A thousand times but who they think a woman's attractive, but they're worried about what our opinion's going to be.
1: The thing I'm going to say about that, though, is dudes are so desperate to get laid guys, especially dudes who are in the hunt to get laid. You know what I mean? Like, not necessarily every dude is like just sitting here with his with his D ready at any moment. But like, if you're going out to bars in the hopes of like, yeah, man, I hope I'm going to get laid tonight. Usually by that point, I think you're so desperate. Beer goggles, be real or be damned. You're you, Whoever's going to make out with you at 2 a.m., you're going to make out with.
0: Yeah, you know
1: what I mean. Like, like, come on. Like, I mean, when's the
0: last? I mean, you've been in a relationship almost four years. Yeah. Ago, so but, when's the last time you like really like, um, like beer goggled it up?
1: Um, it was probably I'm gonna say four and a half, maybe five years ago at this point because I was living in Canton. Um, and uh, this chick at Buzz Ben. I um, it's
0: always buzz. Man. Oh man,
1: it's bad. This bad scene <laughs> down it's, there. Unless it's Italy, you know, but unless it's a great scene, then you're gonna have a good it's time. It's always like. Buzzman.
0: It is. But, it's always that place.
1: But I, I, I just remember. I think it was, I think it was, I was in between jobs, like, this job didn't exist That should be yet. their
0: marketing pitch. BuzzBank gets you laid.
1: <laughs> this job hadn't didn't exist yet, and the last radio station job I had had already kind of ended. And no I, wonder
0: you were beer goggling Well, it.
1: I think I was just in a bad place. I do, and I think it was just like, yo, I'm drunk, I don't care. Like, all right, let's go, we're doing this. And it was, I don't want to say, like, necessary, but it was like... I don't know a slump buster or like a self-esteem boost or like some sort of like you just you Sometimes
0: just, you got to empty the cup before you can fill it.
1: Right, before you can like get back out there. And I think there was that moment of like god what what did I do? Like wh- what what am I doing with my life right now? There I know I know there was. That next morning, I you know, you're standing there at your bathroom mirror and you're just why, like god, why? I hate you. Why? I hate everything about you.
0: Why did you do this? And you
1: know, it, it was necessary, I think.
0: I uh you know what, social media as much as I demonize it, Um, I can tell you has reduced the amount of beer goggle experiences I have because everybody talks to one another now. Everybody knows everything now. And, uh, dude, this has happened to me before. And I know this is going to sound so egotistical to some of you, but because you forget sometimes how crazy people can be. But sometimes it's just about oh my god I was at Sainsbury's last night oh my god right. and so dude I don't want all that I don't want all that drama what happened to the chick who used to come over your house 2:30 in the morning would do every dirty thing in the world and never told a, a single soul about it those chicks were the best they don't make those anymore God, they should put those chicks on money. Like, screw presidents. Those are the real heroes, but we don't make those anymore. Everybody's got a blog. Everybody's got this, so I think that that's reducing some of that. But I think beer goggles is more about the fact that, really, you want to sleep with that person sober. You would sleep with that person sober. Either, A, you have a hang-up about sex or B, you're worried about your friends judging. And this could be women too, by the way. Yeah. Uh, this could totally be women too. I think women sleep with men when they're drunk who secretly you would give a shot to, but you're worried about being judging uh, you know, by your friends because his job isn't good enough, he's not good looking enough, this and that. And I think that's how this happens, is that at the end of the day, dude, we, sex is more primal than we like to admit that it is. We all just got to get the demons out. And so sooner or later, do you just find yourself in bed with somebody that doesn't totally fit all of your boxes and you blame it on the boo? When in reality, it's just you got to get the, you, you got to orgasm the devil out. It's just the way it is. More Sansbury show is right around the corner. A Cleveland cop in a bunch of trouble. We'll give you that next on Rock 1069
2: boys brought popcorn. The Stansberry Show. Because I'm about to put on a show. Rock 106.9. Yo, guys, Fantone from The
1: Stansberry Show here to tell you about the Roholt Vision Institute. It still happens to me all the time, dude. I wake up in the morning, I reach for my glasses, and all of a sudden, I remember, dude, you do not need those. I got 20-20 vision thanks to the LASIK surgery I had done at Roeholt. And I'm telling you, your summertime is going to be so much easier when you don't have to worry about glasses or contacts. So if you've been thinking about LASIK surgery, I know you have some questions, which is why the Roholt Vision Institute has made everything perfectly clear for you at their website. That is roholtvision.com.
0: Welcome back to the Stan's Ray Show. We're on Rock 6-9. We're online for you at wrqk.com. We'll pass out these Leonard Skinner tickets to you. 830 1 243 7625. The number you'll need on those. That show, July 27th Blossom. We'll get you hooked up. This this story has me really intrigued. I'm always intrigued when somebody who has something to lose throws it all up in the air and risks it for not all that much at the other end. Okay. Um. Now, I can under like I can kind of get it because like I would view my position, this job, to be something to lose. Right. I would view yeah. this to be something to lose. I yeah. would regret not working here and doing something else for a living.
1: Yeah. If this got ripped away from you for whatever reason, by your fault or by circumstance, it would suck. Yes. Now,
0: every now and again, I will get a little reckless and do things that are like, yeah, that's maybe dancing on the line of it. And so I understand that. But when you throw it all away. For something that's not very much on the other end. When the prize, when the brass ring isn't a brass ring, that's where it confuses me. Okay. And this out of Cleveland, where a police officer has been indicted, because what had happened is Thomas Tuell, I believe is how you say his name, has been charged because he met a 17-year-old girl online. Uh-oh. He then looked her up on the police computer. Uh-oh. And then sent an explicit photo to her. One charge is a misdemeanor. He's got a felony on top of that. He's been on restricted duty for uh, and not dealing with the public. As Rocky River police are leading the investigation, back in 2014, records show Cleveland police suspended him 25 days for sending an explicit picture to a woman and sending messages to a woman he met handling a traffic crash. These are different incidents. So he's done this previously. He was not at work Tuesday afternoon, and no one answered when the I-team from Fox 8 reached out to them. He will go to court to begin facing the charges later this month. I don't understand. This is a police officer. Meaning, dude, you know how people like you get caught.
1: Yeah, you'd think you'd be better at covering up your
0: tracks. You're using police better than covering up your tracks you use a police resource
1: uh, um but what i'm going to say about this is much like being a teenager i think that being an officer of the law probably comes with a little bit of an invincibility sim- like, complex. Where 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 i'm not saying like that like is a terrible thing but like it's probably a true thing where it's like you you feel like well, I'm not going to get caught doing this because uh, who's going to be investigating me? Who's going to catch me? I'm I, I'm i a cop.
0: This is this is my egotistically American argument that exactly. I'm always using. Meaning, that, <laughs> dude, something bad can happen to you, but it I'm cannot happen to me.
1: I'll be all right. I'll be fine.
0: I'm going to be fine. I'm the cop that won't get caught, dude. Being a creep, looking up 17 year old chicks on police resource computers.
1: Well, and how many times did he do this and not get caught? Because that's the thing is hundreds, like, like you said, we've already have another example Two of other something examples. like this, and. If there's three, you're right, there's 300. So it's like, you know, you do something 297 times and you don't get caught. You know what I mean? Like, so all of a sudden you do have that complex of like, I can get away with this. One of the reasons
0: I'm getting hung up on this is... From what I understand, I, I've, I've never been in this situation, but from what I understand, dude, a cop that goes to jail has a bad way to go. Right. Like, a ho- that, they, dude, there are things you don't want to go to jail as. Pedophile, police officer are two of them from what I've understood.
1: Is he going to go to jail? And I'm not trying to be like, well, cops never go to jail, but like, is is he going to go to jail?
0: Um, I think that question's more valid in 1998 versus 2018. Yeah, I think we like to see justice served these days.
1: Okay, I mean, obviously this there there was no like booking and or there was no like sentencing or anything. No, right? he goes
0: to court to be. Uh, he'll face the charges later on this month.
1: So it'll be interesting to see come at the end of the month, like where this guy is. Because I mean, not to like, but you look at other situations like this. Not obviously an officer of the law, different than a teacher, but still a point of authority to a teenager, to a youngster, and how frequently are the are they going to jail?
0: Now, I I want to be careful here. Okay. Um, I feel like the track record of this program is pretty good on getting the back of police officers, Yeah, right? We have a very good buddy, Lamar Sharp, who works for the Canton Police Department. He's a great cop, right? there, And I always say, a few bad apples aren't indicative of the entire police force. That's no. what I always say, right? Our track record with getting the back of police is pretty good. Now, that being said, I have told women in my life, girls that I know, who have entered into relationships with police officers to be careful about that because of the power, because of the reach, because of what can happen. And dudes are crazy. Chicks are crazy too. People are crazy. And when you deal with affairs of the heart, the kind of stalking that can happen if you're a police officer because the power and the resources you do have versus a regular person can be terrifying. So I always tell women date a cop if you want, but I would get to know that cop on a real deep level before I just started to do that. Cause you just don't know who people are. And I've had women who have told me, dude, you ended up being right about that. Like that badge just, it, it did it does. It gives human beings a power.
1: I think it would almost be hard on just a human level, even if it's not in a relationship sense of isn't, isn't If you're an officer, aren't you like doing the background
0: check on everybody? Well, this is like, this, how are you not you, again? I'll relate it back to what it is. We do. This would be like us dating a woman. And her saying, "I'm not going to listen to the radio show," and 85 percent of the time she probably doesn't because she, I don't want to. That's that's that version of you. I like the version of you at home and that whole thing. But nobody can go 100 percent of the time without listening to the person that they are in love with or that they're dating on the radio. I've I've had it. I've dealt with it my my entire adult life.
1: Now, just because you're going to use that ability isn't necessarily like, well, now you're stalking somebody because, like, okay, like no. you know, let's say you're you're a you're an officer of the law, and your first grader is going into into you know whatever school, you're gonna background check their teacher. Yeah, you are, right? I, I don't know how you don't. I mean, if I had the power to, of course. Now, I is would. that is that is there like an ethics thing there? Is that no?
0: Because Im- you can pay to background check people online,
1: but is it? Is it an abuse of your power? Should you be doing that? I don't know. Where, I don't know where that legally comes down. I don't know where that morally comes down. I that's think
0: that's. I think that's more abuse of the power. At that point, is more a problem for the police department than it is for the teacher who's being background checked.
1: And isn't it at that point? I guess like you're an officer and you're supposed to be mindful of your surroundings and what's going on in your life and I all mean, these think about things. That.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Think about you, the other parent in the classroom. Right. Right. Now the cop enters his kid into your classroom. Right. Background checks. The teacher finds something awful. Now you know. And maybe the prevention of something that happened to your kid. How thankful are you?
1: Yeah, but now imagine you're the teacher and you've got somebody going through your background that you didn't put any authorization into. You already got you already got hired and went through the background check for the school. Is that an invasion of your rights?
0: I made you a virtuous parent of the kid <laughs> next to you and you made me the weird sicko teacher with the sex problems. What the hell is the matter with you? We're on the same team, dog. You got to get that through your head at some point, man. We're in this thing together. Fantone just always backing yeah, that bus just right whenever over, I can. over top of me. <laughs> Beep! <laughs> ee, ee, whenever hey whatever the hell he can. Mark Wahlberg has bets on Cleveland. We'll give you that next on Rock 106.9. The
2: Stansbury Show. All right. I like it. I like it. I love, it, I love it. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9.
0: Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9, about a half hour away from getting you hooked up with those Leonard Skinner tickets July 27th out of Blossom. 1-800-243-7625, the number you will need on those. Before we get there. I felt like this was pretty interesting. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark there. Um, is a known gambler. And now that you can lay bets in other places, sports bets, Mark Wahlberg has done so. He was at uh he was at a casino and he laid down money on the Philadelphia Eagles going back to the Super Bowl.
1: He's a legit super fan of them, right? Is Patriots. It, oh, Patriots! So, so oh, you're he, right because he, he was in that movie with the with the Eagles, right? Yes, he okay, played okay, what's his okay. name
0: for the Eagles, but he yeah. is a diehard Boston yeah, fan.
1: Okay, you're right.
0: Um, he and Tom Brady are like friends. He also bet money on New England going back to the Super Bowl, so he's now has money on the Super Bowl being the same game it was it was last year. That's hard to do in football.
1: That is hard to do in football, but I'm never going to argue with betting on Tom Brady. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I I can't tell you enough about the Eagles to be like, well, are they going to make it back or not? But I, I'll never bet against Tom Brady. No,
0: I won't bet against Brady and the Patriots. I ha- I do bet against Philadelphia making it back.
1: Does Father Time catch up with Tom Brady this year? It's no. going to happen one of these years. One sure. of these seasons we're going to be like, no, he's going to be fine. He's going to make it to the Super Bowl. And, dude, and old man time is just going to punch him in the face.
0: No, I don't think so because I think, well, yes, it will happen. It, 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 it comes for all people. But I think... I heard this the other day. Colin Coward was making this point that as a quarterback now, 43 is the new 35. Like, these guys don't get hit anymore. They're not on the ground constantly anymore. It's a bubble screen league. It's like, dude, Tom Brady hasn't been hit in how long? So it's like, you can, it's very much he was making the same argument with LeBron. You're not banging underneath the boards anymore. He's not hitting the deck a lot. Like, you're. it's a soft game. It's like, so you're not only are these guys taking better care of their bodies, but the game's requiring less of your body than it ever has. 50 years old out there, still slaying it. No way.
2: No way. I mean, what
1: is he, 41, 42,
0: right? Is he 40-something, right? I think he's 40 just this year, I think Tom Brady is. Or is he 41? Maybe, maybe he's 41. 40 years old. The other bet that Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg laid in a casino, he laid it. He bet on the Cleveland Browns to win More than five and a half games. (laughs) Now, I know what you're thinking. They don't even play half games. Right. This is how Vegas set lines so they can win or lose money. Right. That's how you set it. It's it's, it's called a sucker bet. It's called a trap bet. The
1: the over-under there, guys, is like, are they going to go over five Five and a half or under five and a half?
0: So, meaning if the Browns win five games, Mark Wahlberg loses.
1: If they win six games or more, he wins. That's the half there, That's the half.
0: That's why you got to get to there. Okay? Okay. Okay. I don't like it. I don't like the bet. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. Now, I want to be fair to the conversation. Okay. We have upgraded in so many areas. But, so maybe it's a hang up that I have with old, maybe what's happening is, is I'm making my new relationship pay for the sins of my prior relationship. My last girlfriend was a total bitch who cheated on me every minute. This one is too. And then maybe I'm going to blow a good situation out of carrying in my own baggage into a new relationship. But this, However, this bitch has smacked me in the eye for twenty years. Not
1: not just not just this one, but like every relationship you've been in, you've been the punching bag with this team. Like there's been how many regimes of just failure after failure after failure? Yeah, the last one was probably the worst. But is it the worst just because it stings the most? Because it's like this is what we're currently going through. I don't know, dude. Six games. You go from zero to six
0: games. You, now here's the thing. Okay? Uh, exactly right. That's my that's the, my thing. Uh, I don't think you do that. Okay? I think it's a sucker bet. I bet the under. I think you win games this year as the Cleveland Browns, but you don't win 6. Now, again, coward hasn't won in 6, too. I think it's nuts. I have the schedule looking at me right in the face. Clevelandbrowns.com have the schedule right here. Okay? We're going to go through it. Week 1. At Pittsburgh, or versus Pittsburgh, you're at home. Week one, Pittsburgh. Strap in. Ready? I think you win. World on fire, dude. World on
1: fire, dude. Riots in the street, dude. People are up is left, up right is down. People are dogs, cats are mice, dude. Who knows what's happening at this point? I think you win. Good God. You you should have
0: won this game last year. Oh, my year, God. But Deshaun Kaiser threw a fourth quarter interception. Tyra Taylor's not going to make that mistake. I think that they can win this game. Dude, if that happens,
1: if that happens, who Super Bowl. who who is going crazier, our buddy Dustin or Munch? Because at that point, dude, I mean, it is just 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 it's out of control.
0: I feel like if they were together, I want to see all hands above the table. <laughs> so, week 1 Pittsburgh, I'm going to give them the win.
2: Okay.
0: Home stadium, I'm going to give them the win. Week 2 at New Orleans, you get smoked. Drew Brees is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You're going to get smoked. Okay? Week three versus the Jets. Close. You should win. Have a chance to win. Blow it late. You lose. Week four at Oakland. I think you win. John Gruden hasn't coached a team in 10-plus years. There's some stuff going on there that's weird. I I just, Dude, look for that team to be good in the end, maybe two years, whatever. I think they're going to look for that team to take a step backward before they take two steps forward. I'll give you the win at the Raiders versus the the Ravens next, I think you lose. Then it's San Diego, or what would have been San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers now. They're here October 14th. Again, I think you lose. I think their quarterback's really, really good. I think he's a future Hall of Famer. I think he's going to carve us up. I think you're good. Then you go week seven. You're at Tampa Bay, a game you should win. You lose it. I think Jamarcus, uh, not Jamarcus Russell. I forget the kid's name already. Winston. Jameis Winston is back off suspension, looking to redeem himself. You win or you lose. Week eight at Pittsburgh, I think you lose big, probably 14 or more. Week 9, Kansas City comes into town. Now, everybody's going to tell me, well, we don't know what the quarterback situation with Kansas City is. Yeah, you don't really know what the quarterback situation with the Cleveland Browns is either, though. So dial that down just a little bit. You also get Andy Reid on the other side of the field, a world-class head coach. I know you can give me his playoff record and this and that. He's always there. That's why you have his playoff record at the top of your head, because Andy Reid is always right there. I'll take Andy Reid versus Hugh Jackson any day of the week. Chiefs win big here. Then, you're, then you get... Atlanta comes to town, you lose that for sure. Then you get the bye, thank God. At Cincinnati, you win. Week 12. Then you're at Houston, you lose. Then Carolina comes here, and I have knocked Cam Newton for six years because he's been up and down, but he's got Norv Turner now, one of the best offensive coordinators in the league. Look for Cam Newton to have a huge monster year. As a matter of fact, bet money on Cam Newton being the league's MVP this year. I would bet money on Cam being the league's MVP. As a guy who's been down on him, look for that to happen. Everywhere North Turner goes, the quarterback gets better immediately. It's happened everywhere he's ever been. Then you get Week 15 at Denver. I think you lose that game even though they don't have a quarterback. That defense is legit, and they're going to eat you up. Then you have Cincinnati here. I think you can win that game. Then you end the season at Baltimore, and I think you lose on the road. So I have you winning Pittsburgh the first week. I have you winning 4 games, right? That's what I have? Yeah, 4 games, and that's what I think it is. I think they're 4 and 12. And I think if 4 and 12 this first year out of the gate isn't good enough for you, I don't think you understand how bad 0 and 16 is. I don't think you understand how bad 1 and 31 really is. It's that bad.
1: So at this point, we are going to be talking about five wins. And yeah, you get hung
0: up on this stat a lot. F-
1: I mean, five wins You're in doing. how many games? I, I mean, know. It, it, well, I know. It, it doesn't sound great. Five wins in three seasons is what we're talking about. As a head coach, as somebody who has been the the, the consistent between those three seasons, I don't understand how you keep your job. I don't. Uh, ow How?
0: This guy's uh, a guy saying to me, he goes, you think they beat the Steelers and lose to the Jets? Yeah, because football doesn't always make sense. That's why you play the games. Any given Sunday, right? There was a movie even called it. Any given Sunday. I think, honestly, because I think you're upsetting the Steelers. I don't think you're beating them. I still think this team, this Browns team, even though massively more talented than they've been the last two years, they're still full of young guys, and you are still going to lose to teams you should beat. That doesn't go away overnight.
1: Yeah, I mean, hopefully the Browns will be able to beat. Beat a game they sh- or win a game they should have lost that they would have lost in the past, but yes, inevitably it's going to be you know there's going to be points where it's like dude you're just not talented enough, experienced enough, or or you know the other team's just on another level. That's, that, that of course that's going to happen.
0: This schedule is not very easy. I mean, let's just look at future Hall of Fame quarterbacks they're going to face. No, actually, it's not that many. But Ben Hall of Famer, Drew Brees Hall of Famer, Sam Darnold way too early but i you couldn't count it out why am i patrick or uh philip rivers is uh, is la chargers quarterback that's a hall of fame quarterback don't kid yourself philip rivers is a hall of famer don't kid yourself cam newton probably going to have an argument for the i can't even believe i'm saying it he's been so up and down but with north turner i think anything's possible like i said look for cam newton to be the league mvp this year it's usually a quarterback or they at least get a leg up in it look for cam newton to have a monster year But I think it's four wins. And if you're not happy with that as a Browns fan, I think you're unrealistic. It's not the team not being better. It's not the team not being good. You as a fan don't understand things as well as you should if you think that it's that many more than that. And really, I don't think six is that many more than four. You know what I mean? But if you think this team wins eight games, nine games this year, you're going to be so disappointed. It's just not in the DNA right now. The year after, we can start talking about that but I don't think it's this year. I think Mark Wahlberg laid a sucker, sucker bet. As a matter of fact, I've already bet the under. I have bet the under, and I believe I will win the money. We have those Leonard Skinner tickets. They're up for grabs. It's next on Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Pass out those uh, Leonard Skinner tickets here momentarily. 1 800 243 7625. Mike says, Stop talking about football. You're not beating Pittsburgh. Rivers is worse than Big Ben. I never said Philip Rivers was better than Big Ben. Not once did I say that. Although he may be. Philip Rivers has never had a team as good as Big Ben. I've said it a thousand times. When you write the story on Big Ben, it will be he underdelivered in Pittsburgh. It will be he underdelivered. That thing's been a Ferrari, dude, forever. You think about the fact that he and Tom Brady have only played in the playoffs twice is crazy. That tells you, dude, Pittsburgh's too up and down. Wow,
1: that is kind of crazy.
0: They've, dude, the, that team's been way too up and down. That that team is massively talented. I'm telling you, and it's probably more about Tomlin than it is about Big Ben. They've underdelivered.
1: Have both been powerhouses in the division, or in, you know, for the past right. decade plus, Russ, and they've only ran into each other twice get, in the playoffs. That is kind of crazy.
0: Give Philip Rivers Pittsburgh's office, and let's see what happens. I'm telling you, Philip Rivers is an amazing quarterback, but I never said he's better than Ben, although he may be. Okay. He also says there's no way Cam Newton wins the MVP. Well, you don't know that, so telling me to stop giving you my opinion because I'm projecting, you don't know that I'm wrong. So why do you get to project and I don't? You just want us to stop the show? You just want us to
1: turn it all off, right. turn the lights down, you want it to be over? If that's your point, I guess. Well, welcome it to up. radio.
0: I have to I I have to project. Yeah, well, I, I have to give up. you I'm giving you what I think is gonna happen. Here's the other thing, guys. I'm not afraid of being wrong. I know you think because I say this is what I think is going to happen, that when it doesn't, that I'm supposed to be ashamed of that. I'm not. I'm not from the social media generation, dude. I don't live and die by likes and retweets. I don't. As a matter of fact, I don't even care about them.
1: I, I, I don't know why it's so much this way in sports, but like predicting sports almost has become more important or like, well, you don't know what you're talking about because you got a prediction wrong as opposed to like analyzing sports and being able to look back and say, this is what happened. I don't know why that is, but I do think that's the case there.
0: Now I'm being told that I'm being laughed at because Pittsburgh won two rings and I'm calling that under Yeah. You had the ability to win four or five. You You, you should have won more rings than that. At the end of the day, look at the. Look, do, what do we always say? Brady can't be the best because he didn't win four in a row like Montana. He didn't go undefeated in, in 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 Super Bowls. We do it with LeBron. LeBron's got three rings. People tell me he underdelivered.
1: Probably did so far.
0: Eleven years with the Cavs, he definitely did.
1: I mean, fifteen years into his career, the greatest player of all time. Three rings. Three rings. It's I you can You can make the argument.
0: It's not about the amount of rings you have. It's about the amount of rings you were in a position to win. It will be in the end. Now, there's a couple of reasons why the NFL media won't slam Mike Tomlin harder than they do other coaches. Want to take a guess what a couple of them are? Obviously, we know what the real we know what the game is here. Mike Tomlin has been not been his feet have not been held to the fire over the fact that his team is up and down week in and week out. They're too emotional. They're way too emotional. Now, that may be different this year, but Le'Veon Bell saying, I don't know if I'm going to play, I don't know what's going on here, this and that, doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, dude, they'll f- pipe in another, another running back and Pittsburgh will be just fine because of how many amazing offensive talents they have on that team. They should have won more, or at least this, they should have been in more Super Bowls. As far as making the Super Bowl goes, they've underdelivered on that. I'm sorry, they have. We would be judging any other team, not the Steelers, more harshly on that. We would. It's just, it's just the fact the fact remains. That conversation won't happen until Ben retires. But trust me, that conversation is coming down the line. And Mike, I'm going to put this in the file of people who constantly tell me I'm wrong and then I end up get proven right. You're in that file. I have a screenshot of it, buddy. Don't worry. I'll remind you when that conversation starts. Hey, remember when I said this and you told me I was crazy? I'll remind you. I'll be right here. By the way, everybody always tells me I'm not going to be here anymore because my predictions are always crazy. Yeah, I remember when my prediction of LeBron James playing in the Western Conference was crazy. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that being crazy. I remember when my prediction of Ronda Rousey getting knocked out by Holly Holm was crazy. I remember when everybody told me my career was going to be irrelevant then. You don't know what you're talking about. What happened? Ronda Rousey got knocked out by Holly Holm. I told you that was going to happen. It's no more than... I I think it's under five wins this year. I think it's four wins. I think it's four and 12 Oh, my God, it's hard to get to the Super Bowl when you have Spygate. Literally, every team in the world was recording those practices that way. They all came out and admitted it. The Patriots were the only ones who anybody had an issue with. And it's because Indianapolis ratted them out. Every team after that said, oh, yeah, we do that. Every team cheats. Don't talk to me about the Patriots being cheats. See, this this is what I'm saying. The Patriots aren't cheaters. Their system is being better than you. Their system is by, you know what their system is? The quarterback saying, I don't want to be the highest paid player on the team so you can outfit me with players who can play this goddamn game. It's next man up. That's why they win. Look at what's happening in Seattle right now with the Seahawks. You know why, dude, that, the entire thing is breaking up because the team had too much power. Belichick has the power in New England. That's why it's a machine and that's why they win. I mean, Philly just won the Super Bowl. I know. But Tom's got five, dude. Five, And it's because Belichick runs the room Players aren't empowered to talk about politics They're not empowered to talk about what's going on in the world He puts the foot on the throat and demands greatness from you And they win Mike Tomlin doesn't Which is why they're an amazing regular season team And then in the end of the season, it's a mess Because he won't handle the emotion of the room He's up and down he is too up and down. Those Steelers teams. I'm telling you, the story will be they underdelivered. The expectation of the average fan is going through the roof. I would agree with you that if it were my fan, if it were my franchise, two rings, I'd be like, dude, I'm good. I got the two rings. But if you're sitting here telling me two rings quiets down current fan bases of sports teams, you're out of your mind. The expectation is now four or five stars, win every year.
1: Well, and I'm not looking at it from the expectations of a Steelers fan. I'm looking at it from the expectations of, like, a football watcher. So that, you know what I'm saying? Like, those are two different things. And, yes, if it was the Cleveland Browns, I'd be ecstatic about it. But as an NFL fan, as somebody who's impartial on that.
0: Oh, I may have had this wrong. I think it was the Jets that ratted them out for Spygate. I may have been wrong about it. Indianapolis was deflategate. Okay, I screwed that up. It was. It was the Jets. I'm pretty sure it was the, yeah, because it was Mangini. It was Manginius who knew that they were doing it. And then also, after he then left the Jets, said, oh yeah, all teams do that. He's been on FS1 saying it multiple times, that all teams do that. Don't talk to me about the Patriots cheating. They're not cheaters. Their system is being better than you. At the end of the day, dude, the Steelers should have more rings than they have in this current iteration. They just should. It's just the way it is. I do want to get to this Nikki Bella stuff. We'll do it after passing out these Leonard Skinner tickets. 1-800-243-7625 on those. We'll take color 20. And get into Nikki Bella's sex life with John Cena. That's next on Rock 1069.
2: The Stansberry Show. Kenton's Rock Station. Rock 1069.
0: Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 1069. I want to remind Fantone. Yeah. That we want to do this job tomorrow too. Okay. Okay, so I need you to stay in bounds. Oh, okay. I'm going to try, but we'll see. In bounds. Nikki Bella. Yeah. Speaking about our relationship with John Cena. Now, are they back together? What's the deal?
1: Uh, I don't think it's official that they're back together, but it seems like they're back together. So about
0: three months ago, they split up.
1: Yeah. Supposed to be
0: married there. Yeah, yeah, they were going to get married. And now I guess the show Total Bellas is letting us in on what had driven them apart. Apparently, this last Sunday, Nikki uh, hosted her bachelorette party in Paris. And her sister was there, mom, you know, friends and all that stuff. And I guess the episode showed her talking about John Cena being in that film with Amy Schumer. Trainwrecked? Was that the name of that? Yeah,
1: he was in that one, I think.
0: And she says here, imagine watching your man do a sex scene and the whole world sees his big butt. She said, you know, you get visuals. I swear I couldn't masturbate forever because I would just think of that scene. Jeez. Jeez. Um, now, while promoting the movie, Cena had told... Conan, look, she's not happy about it, which I find interesting here. Let's we need to look at this. This is an interesting look because I'm always telling you that stop expecting more from celebrities than what you expect out of the person who lives next door to you. That's crazy. They're just a person. They're just a person who got lucky. A little bit of hard work for sure went into it, but you need luck, too.
1: Yeah, well, and I mean, at the end of the day, however you got there, you still are a human. And You're
0: I- a human being. So expecting, so the, the, this is interesting. Here's this woman. She's beautiful. Most guys would have Nikki Bella as a 10. I don't, but most guys would have her as a 10. Okay? She's definitely a Canton 10. i definitely give her that, right? And yet, here she is. And she's insecure about her relationship. She's insecure about her, her sexual position with her partner. All over a scripted scene. So no matter who you are, you feel this way. No ma- Or not that no matter who you are, you feel this way. There are people who don't. But just because you're famous, just because you're hot, just because you're beautiful or have money, doesn't mean that you get like this force field that protects you from human feelings and interactions.
1: Yeah, I think as I kind of gotten further and further into my career, I mean, people's, you know, you become a brand. I mean, LeBron is a brand, you know, John Cena is a brand, but there is still a person there. And you can think that, like, well, there's no way they, there's no way. They, I mean, dude, look how hot she is. She takes a million pictures, blah, 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 blah. But dude, seeing your dude on top of another chick. I guess I see how it happens. You know what I mean? Like, I guess, like, there's a part of me that's like, well, lady, you know how, you know how the industry works and you know how movies work. And let's be real. I mean, pro wrestling's fake and, and Total Bellas is fake and the whole thing is a facade. But still, that visual of him, you know, humping it up with Amy Schumer, which let's be real, you would think, if anything, like, dude, I know he's not cheating on me with her. But still, I've always thought it's weird too of like, once you get into that into that world of you're viewed as like celebrity hot, like you are being masturbated to on a regular basis, yeah. that's got to mess with your head, dude. It does. Like, I mean, I, it messes with my head sometimes that Canton, Ohio is listening to me. Now imagine the entire world masturbating to you.
0: Yeah, I, had, I once had a girl tell me I was a target once when we were in bed. She was like, yeah, she's like, I knew this was going to happen. You were a target of mine. And I was like, all right, that's hot on some level. For sure it is. But it's also, like, off-putting because it's like, oh, my God, this is a lot of pressure for me right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just – it's a different vibe. It's a different thing. It was great. Don't get me wrong. It was it was appreciated because I was like, yeah, I'm wanted. I'm desired. You know what I mean? Like, that part played into right. my manhood. But the other part was like, oh, God. Like, dude, Jesus Christ, you better step all the way up here. And I don't think I did.
1: Now, at the end, <laughs> end of the day, end of the day, every every woman, I would say every person, at one point or another, somebody has masturbated to thinking about you. But it's just, it's you, you, when it's your partner and it's in your head like that, I can see how that would have thrown a monkey wrench into the works of like, where is our sexual connection here? How do I feel about myself sexually?
0: It's a, it's a very interesting thing. I just, uh, to me, it's very reassuring and refreshing to have people that are considered to be famous, celebrities, attractive, all these things to be suffering from the same feelings that we have. And I wish more celebrities would, would, would bear all and tell you stuff like this. But the problem is, is they won't. And you know why? Because you'll stop treating them like celebrities. If they relate to you too much, you stop treating them as if they are special. Trust me, I kind of know what I'm talking about here. I tell Fantone this all the time. The fact that we're as approachable as we are, I think at the end of the day, doesn't help us as much as it hurts us. It's because it doesn't feel special. I just feel like some dude you know. And sometimes that can hurt you. I think when you take a look at some of the other models some of the other radio guys use and stay behind that velvet rope, I think sometimes it helps them. I just can't do it that way because I don't know how to do this that way and that the only way I know how to do it is to be 100% authentic to who I really am and this is who I really am. But that's interesting that Nikki Bella feels that way. It's very, I think, honestly, I bet there are women listening right now that go, oh, you know what? Good. Somebody that beautiful, somebody that with that much money could still feels the way I do. That this, this isn't about me. This is just about how people are. I bet that's refreshing for a lot of people to hear that. We do have more Sandsbury Show for you. Hang on.
2: Good morning. The Stansberry Show. Or the god of your choosing. Best morning!
1: On. Yo, guys, fans, i from the Sansbury Show here. Honor Fighting Championship bringing MMA action back to the flats. That's right. It is Honor Fighting Championship 6. It is fight night in Nautica and all goes down August 18th up in Cleveland. Now, listen, tickets are already moving fast. I don't want you to get shut out, so go get yours at honorfightingchampionship.com. The lineup is already stacked, and it includes friend of the Sandsbury Show, uh, the vanilla gorilla Nick Brashear. He'll be making his MMA pro debut at fight night. You don't want to get shut out on. This, dude, tickets still available, uh, including VIP packages. Get yours at honorfightingchampionship.com. 6-9.
0: Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show. We're on Rock 106.9. God, Steelers fans are the worst. You may be the only fan base in the world worse than Ohio State. Jeez. Like, honestly, dude, I'm a Buckeye fan, but Buckeye fans are obnoxious. But Steelers fans are way worse, dude. Way, way worse. We get it. You've been better than us for a while. You'd love Tomlin if he coached in Cleveland. I don't think so, dude. Cause I think if I take away the stellar franchise, the, the the legitimate rock solid ownership in the entire up and down Hall of Fame roster, I think Mike Tomlin gets exposed as average at best.
1: Well, I mean, and yes, you can point to literally every aspect of the game and say, Well, you trade it for what's happening in Cleveland. Exactly and it's like, right. Yeah, exactly.
0: yeah. that's such an easy argument. That doesn't mean you win. They're terrible. Browns Keeping are awful. with odds makers. Okay. Let's keep with some odds making. Okay? Odds makers are now increasing the chances of Trump, the president, being impeached after this summit with Putin. The odds of him being impeached are rising. Now, before we go any further, I want you to understand, I've been staying away from the president for the last few days, haven't I? Stayed away from the NATO thing. Feel stayed like, away from the Putin thing.
1: Feel like weeks it's really been, and
0: I've been trying to stay away from it because I'm not it's, arguing because it's because it's so crazy because people get so crazy about it. We've reached a point where I can't ignore it anymore, and I have to do it. I feel as if Donald Trump has been president for twenty five years. I feel like he's been president forever. There were long stretches in other presidencies where I could forget who the president was. Because he was on TV for the State of the Union, and outside of that, nobody thought about what was going on. I want that back. Give me that back. I this over engaged culture, but yet this overengaged, undereducated culture has got me like to the point where I honestly can't even keep up with this stuff anymore. It makes me crazy. There
1: was a point I'll, I'll always remember like right after the election, and I think it was the next day, you and I and it was off the air and we kinda said to each other, Well like whatever happens, we're gonna have content for the next four years and now it's like, oh dude, just I don't want it anymore. Can't I don't have- want anything to do with it anymore.
0: So they've increased the likelihood of Trump being impeached on Tuesday from 8 to 1 to 2 to 1. Wow. Wow. When it first came out, it was 12 to 1 and moved to 8 to 1. Now all the way down to 2 to 1. Now this is all over this piece of audio that happened. Where they were talking about the Russia interference. And then this happened. All I can do is ask the question. My people came to me, Dan Coats came to me, and some others, they said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin, uh, he just said it's not Russia. I will say this, I don't see any reason why it would be. I said the word would instead of wouldn't. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't, or why it wouldn't be Russia. So. Now, isn't that the way you're more likely to say that? Like, I feel like if I'm going to say something, I would be more likely to say, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't versus I, I don't see any reason why. It w- oh, I guess maybe either. Yeah, you could say
1: it just it honestly depends on what you're trying I think to maybe say.
0: I would say it more likely if I was saying "Well, wouldn't. But that doesn't necessarily I, I you know, th- th- that doesn't necessarily mean that. And so, like, uh, here's my issue whether or not he said what he said, this and that, any other president in the history of this country, the conversation we would be having today about this would be, is it okay to have a leader who is not articulate enough to nail that statement when it needs to be nailed? Especially when you think about the fact that this Russia thing didn't fall out of the sky. They've been trying to sling this around his neck forever. He's known they th- they, that, that the media feels like he colluded with Russia. Now, it's important to point this out, and Trump fans, I'm going to throw you an olive branch here. It is very possible for Russia to have interfered with our election and Trump to have not been a part of that. That can happen, too. I don't know what happened. Neither do you. Dial it down a little bit. But it is possible that it happened and Trump was not complicit. That is possible.
1: Collusion aside. Collusion aside. out of this conversation. Are we at the point where we all agree that this did happen? Or is it still that didn't happen, you can't prove it, Russia didn't do anything?
0: If you throw collusion out of it, I think it's very possible that meddling happened.
1: Okay. Like, I I guess that's at least somewhere to start. Because until recently, there was plenty of people who have been like, nope, nothing happened. You're crazy. You're making this up. And it's like... Well,
0: the Cambridge Analytica. Analytica thing did happen. I mean, every- that was people trying to change your mind about the election. It's been proven that that happened. So, meddling did happen on some level. So,
1: I guess that, at least for me, is a decent place to start. And at least at this point, the president has now come out and said that it has happened. And I feel like since pretty much the day, and it was in the it was in the Friday audio reel for a while, where he was saying Russia, if you're listening, and then we wanted to kick the dust up, but like that was prior to the election. So like for me to be like, well, that's totally out of the question. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That that seems to me to be a funny, uh, a funny or, uh, you know, coincidence that like, well, the day that he says that is the day that action, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that are still left unsaid to me in this, where it's like, I'm not calling it one thing or another, but I'm definitely not saying, well, like, well, you're hundred percent innocent. It's a, you're, it's proven it's not at all.
0: Yeah, I think that probably happened. I don't necessarily think the president was involved though. Not yet. Do do I say no way no? But you got to show me more of a smoking
1: gun. What would you consider to be guilty of collusion? Would you have to like say, hey, I want you to do this? Is taking meetings one thing?
0: What's that line? I need instruction from you to do what needed done, for you to be guilty. For you from from you, the president
1: personally, somebody within your cabinet, somebody within
0: your your team. If the instructions were you go do this, he's guilty. He's guilty. At that point, it doesn't necessarily have to be you. If, if a member of your staff was instructed by you, if the if the thing was this is what he wants us to do, let's go do it, then he's guilty of it. There's, but I don't know that that happened.
1: There's just so much. There's just so much in this where it's like I know he he tried to make the point of the president tried to make the point of well I said wouldn't and I was would and as somebody who messes up speaking all of the F in time. I'm not going to say that that's out of the realm of possibilities, because of course it is, dude. On a regular basis, I mess things up. Um, But you you have said time and time and time again that this did not happen, that this did not happen, that this did not happen, and then all of a sudden... Well,
0: I think he was talking collusion, not necessarily whether or not they were trying to, to... To interfere, I think what, that's the way I've always taken that. I
1: would disagree with you on that. I would disagree that 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 he's made the point time and time again that nothing happened. Time and time again. I, I, I mean, I, I don't even think that's that's debatable. Like,
0: okay, I was always taking that as, and he was saying, "Look, my me and my team aren't guilty of that," and you know why? Because I view him that way—to only care about what he and his team are going to be accused of. So, so with all that being said.
1: The investigation of this is not for nothing. Let's, like I said, let's say you're not guilty of collusion. Fine. I still want people investigating foreign governments, hostile foreign governments trying to interfere with our election process. Fine. The president has nothing to do with it. He was 100% innocent in this, but the guilty parties have to be held accountable here.
0: Well, what's more, yes, what's more of a problem is. Is that I believe this backpedal came because even people on his side of the aisle, even some Trump supporters were like, Dude, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing here? I think he thought his people were gonna get his back. I thought that I think this is what Trump thought. This was under the, I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue, nobody's going to care. And sure enough, people do care.
1: I think his people, I think his audience doesn't care. I think that members of Congress made enough noise. If this was, you know what I mean? Like, if this wasn't them. Oh,
0: I saw people who I know voted for him hanging their head over this the other day online saying, okay, we've gone too far around the bend now.
1: So at this point. Were those people agreeing that yes, Russia had done something? They
0: believe that something has now been done
1: because I feel like so much of the argument was that you guys are making this up, the left is making this up. This is all fake. This is all you know. This is this is all because you lost.
0: Yeah, I mean they they really did think it was a there was a hissy fit over Hillary Clinton. Now I do believe trying to sling the collusion around him was part of that hissy fit. You cannot deny the fact. All right. It's starting to look more and more every day like he's guilty. Just be, let's just be honest. And I said it a couple of months ago. He's acting guilty, whether he's guilty or not. I don't know. He's acting guilty, right? It's starting to look more and more like that a little bit every day. But it cannot be denied that the media was going to throw a hissy fit over the fact that he won no matter what. And that, that, that they are, and I said it right after he won. They want to get him. They're out to get him. And make no mistake, they in the end will get him. I said, I remember saying it. And here we are. We're starting to get on that path now. And I, I, I think, again, like I said, any other president, we would have been arguing over the fact of whether or not it's okay to have a leader that doesn't know what he's saying. But with this guy, you can't even say that because people are so emotional about it, which I don't understand. You don't know him. You're not friends with him. He's not coming over for dinner. You just voted for him. As a guy who voted for Obama twice, I gotta tell you, I can't. I still came in here, and when he did stuff that I thought was wrong, I said, "This is not right. This is not okay." As a guy who voted for Hillary Clinton, I've told you a thousand times, she is a trash hole of a person. She is an abysmal, awful, wretched person. Was against gay marriage until 2014. She's awful. See, I can vote for somebody who I think is has our best, who will be better at running the country and still disagree with them If you knock Hillary, it doesn't make me feel any differently about me. This is what I don't understand about this president. For some reason, when you question what he does, people who support him feel like I'm attacking you personally. I am not. This is leadership of the country, and if you don't think people are going to ask questions about how the country's being run, I think that's unfair. I think it's unfair. And if one guy had to deal with, oh my god, he's wearing a tan suit, he doesn't care about the country, then I think a guy who says, yeah, well, you know, this, and this whole Russia thing, I don't think it's unfair that he has to answer these questions. I feel like he has been president for 30 years. I feel like I have just been in this bubble for so long, and Fantone's right, there's a little bit of me that just wants it over. Because I thought I was getting four years of nothing but nonstop comedy. I thought I was getting four years of, oh my God, did you see this?
1: But we can't, we, we couldn't, we couldn't talk about it when he was raw-dogging porn stars. Because it was like, dude, I, I, I don't want to deal with it. And if we can't do that, what, what are we going to do for the next two and a half?
0: This is, okay, again, now this Pittsburgh fan that was all on me turns out you're a big, huge Trump supporter. So- surprise and so now i'm getting all these memes that are filled with fake information that aren't real yes and let's 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 address this too so i see this photo all the time in the new like all over the internet bill clinton standing there with putin obama standing there with putin oh my god hillary standing there with putin why is trump shaking hands with putin now the problem guys if you don't realize that the relationship between those people is different You don't want to see the fact that that relationship is different. I'm not going to be able to say or do anything in this room that shows that to you. You either can see it or you can't. It's one of those things. It is a different relationship, and it worries some other people. It doesn't worry me as much as other people. This is much like the North Korea thing. Remember, I was like, ah, guys, this is much ado about nothing. Relax. We're going to be fine. Sure enough, here we are. We're all right. Things are fine. Remember the big button on the desk? Oh, my God, he's an idiot. He's going to get us blown up. No, we're all right. We're all right. This will blow over, too. But if people are meddling in our elections, interfering with our elections, however you want to say it, that's a problem. I'll remind you, however, though, American, that we interfere with every election all over the planet. You don't care about that because you think it has America's best interest in heart, best interest in mind. Here's what you got to realize. Maybe, just maybe, America's not always right. Do you ever look at it through that filter? Well, go back and look at all the wars this country's been in. You just look at it through the filter that, well, our, uh, we're America, so we're right. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're not. Maybe you shouldn't be meddling with other people's elections, especially if you don't want people doing it here. What's good for the goose, right? It's what your parents would have said to you when you were a kid. But it's starting to look more and more like there's issues here. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm not going to go crazy. I don't think Trump's the biggest problem in the whole world, the way a lot of other people on my side of the political aisle want to try to tell you it is. But it's starting to look more and more like their problems. And, guys, it's been how many press secretaries now? It's been how many of this? How many people have come and gone? Five people were indicted? Guys, no ma- by any metric you want to use, this presidency is on fire. By any metric you want to use... It is unsuccessful. I, I that's not my opinion. I'm just showing you by any metric you want to use. This thing is loose and being run by the by the seat of our pants. Now maybe that's the way it's always been? I don't know, but it's pretty scary. That part's a little terrifying. And again, we would be arguing over whether or not the president whether or not it's okay for our president not to be articulate with any other man. We did it with, as a matter of fact, I'll prove it to you. We did it with George W. Bush. We did it with George W. Say whatever you want about Obama. A phenomenal, phenomenal public speaker had a commanding, commanding stronghold over public speaking. Is it the most important part of the presidency? No, it is not. But it's a pretty big one. It would be in my top five, maybe. Communicating well to the rest of the world? As a leader of the free world, as we constantly say, I would like a little bit more, I'm always able to say what I mean when there's cameras pointed right at me recording everything I'm saying. I just want a little bit more of that. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. You guys hang on.
2: The Stansbury Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock
0: 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show where we're on rock 106.9. We're online for you at wrqk.com can be heard everywhere on iHeartRadio. You'll have to excuse me as I'm reading this real quickly before joining you back on the air here. Um, Something's happening. There's like a new one of these challenges. Okay. Now I have not listened to the new Drake album a ton. Uh, Scorpion is the name of it I guess it broke all kind of records on iHeartMedia And like all the other streaming services I guess it broke like a ton of records um, And I'm not surprised Drake's a pretty popular guy right I mean you know he's just one of those guys that Kind of moves the, moves the needle there But the chorus of the song In My Feelings And apparently it says something about Passengers get out of the slow moving vehicle And dance alongside it Before hopping back in Okay. It's known by the many hashtags. There's hashtags in my feelings. Am I saying this right, Internet? Hashtag Kiki Challenge, K-E-K-E.
1: Yeah, she's talking about this chick named Kiki in, that's the, in the song. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's what I assumed. The girl Drake's, okay, in the song. And then another hashtag is do the Shiggy. It started, I guess, comedian Shiggy posted a video pulling out all his moves as, uh, as he jumped out of a moving car. People are now doing this. I've got Instagram videos of girls doing this. This isn't new.
1: I mean, ghost riding the whip has been a thing forever, right? And this is the same thing as you're getting out of a moving car and like dancing alongside of it and jumping back
0: in, right? Okay. Now, when I lived in Cleveland, every Saturday night, the East Bank of the Flats right. was like ghost riding, riding the whip like right. central, right? Like, like there were a couple of those clubs that were right there. And... More of that was just door open, like sitting. Well, I mean, I guess it's the same thing. So they were kind of like sitting in the windowsill. But this woman, like, dude, this is like a quarter of a mile. Like, she's not full in front of her car. I
1: mean like now is there a new interest in it or a new because it became a new pop culture thing but like this I mean I'm oh, the video I'm watching right now this is 10 plus years old and oh this girl
0: falls down and almost gets run over by her car.
1: It's people are jumping out of their cars jumping onto their hoods right here while the car is still moving yeah I
0: saw this in New Orleans when I went down for Mardi Gras and again I went down year 2002 and then I went back the next year 2001 um, and so you saw a lot of it down there so yeah it's not necessarily new Um This is definitely the most accent. Man, that girl's kind of hot too, but she just takes this serious L jumping out of that car.
1: Dude, it's like, I mean, it's like Teen Wolf. Remember? I mean, I'm sure you had a buddy who was like, dude, you know what we're doing? We're Teen Wolfing it. You don't remember this story? What what was it? You or no? Was your buddy got up? No, No, dude. What? no, No, no,
0: no. Like, Teen Wolf came out. Right. And. Again, when you have an older brother, what you are is the test dummy. That's all you are is the test dummy. So they took me to Masara's parking lot in Twinsburg. Masara's was like a grocery store. I don't even think it's there anymore. And, like, they waited until, like, the parking lot was empty after everything was, like, closed. They put me on top of the roof of, like, the van and, like, the made me, like, they made me surf it. They thought it was so funny. And, dude, those idiots didn't even have a GoPro. There was no, like, taking <laughs> photos of it. There was no, like, well, we'll go viral. It's just like, well, yeah, let's just try to kill my little brother. They weren't even trying to get famous. They just thought it was funny. So, yeah, I've had to ghost wide the whip. Yeah. I wasn't even old enough to be driving the car. <laughs> yeah, I think I was, like, 10. Around. But, dude, like, again, if you've got kids, like, just show them these videos of these girls taking these L's and the road rash all over their face, because it looks awful.
1: Yeah, I, I think I was like 15 or 16. One of my buddies just like jumped out of a car, and we were like, "Dude, what the hell? What, what were we?" Th-? But it's just like, I don't know. This is this is something I feel like probably it goes back to that invincible feeling of I'm a teenager, I'm young, nothing can happen to me, nothing bad's gonna happen to me. But it's like, idiot, your car is moving and you're jumping out of it. It's a terrible idea,
0: dude. My buddy Mike fell out of the bed of the ba- uh, of a pickup once. They were doing, like, 45 Jeez. down, the down like, a back road or whatever, and they, like, hit bumps. He was drunk, obviously, and I think he stood up or something. I wasn't there, but, I, but he took, like, a serious dip out of, like, the back of, like, a bed of a pickup. Probably
1: took a serious dipper, too, dude. Country Fest 1989 right there, yeah. man. Crazy.
0: That might have been what it was. That, <laughs> that might have absolutely been what it was. An Akron couple. Got arrested trying to rob a dollar store. Let that sink in. That's next on Rock 106.9.
2: The Stansberry Show. That guy knows how to party. Rock 106.9. Rock
0: 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. I saw this, and uh, it's pretty interesting. I understand being in a in a desperate situation. Need the money, right. right? Now, you should never commit crimes. Don't do it. But I understand how it happens. I do get it. But in Akron the other day now, where a couple held up a Dollar General, I believe this was. No, I'm sorry. Family Dollar. And South Arlington there. They stole $200 worth of NyQuil. This was Monday afternoon. Uh, They were approached by a manager about shoplifting after she spotted them taking hundreds of dollars worth of the -the over-the-counter meds. Uh, The manager then says, hey, man, what's uh, going on in that bag over there? So there's a struggle over it. According to the police, the man pulled up his shirt and then whipped out a firearm and said he would shoot the employee if she called the cops. Yeesh. Bad news bears. The robbers then left the store, drove off in a white four-door Pontiac Bonneville, Uh, the back window broken out, covered in plastic. Anybody shocked? Not me at all. The first uh, uh, suspect has been described as a black male, about 18 to 20, uh, six foot tall, weighing around 160, last seen wearing a gray hooded sweatshirt, black sweatpants. Uh, The second uh, uh, suspect, female, Hispanic, about 18 to 20. About five foot. She had a white tank top, pink shorts, and sandals on. Um, I'm guessing at first I was like, oh, they're looking to make meth, right? Because I know sometimes like some of the cold medicine, like sometimes like the pills and stuff, you crush it up and that's like one of the components in meth. I don't really know how to make it. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, But like I know that that can kind of go into it. Um, but this is, if it's more just the NyQuil cough syrup, this is more about just drinking the cough syrup and getting high with the rappers call lean.
1: Yeah. But doesn't it have to have codeine in it? Like you just can't, you just can't take like normal cough syrup and be like, Hey, I'm going to get high off of this. It's got to have codeine in it. So like, I don't think the dollar general is going to have codeine. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not, that's not, that's narcotic that you're getting into right there. They're just not going to have that out there. I don't
0: believe. I think you're applying too much logic to the criminal. Wow, I think, so they just
1: grabbed and
0: I ran? Think, okay. I, I think you okay. may be given too much credit to the criminal.
1: Okay. I just, it, it, to me, it's like, well, they're not just going to leave. I mean, like, even if you go to, like, any 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 convenience store or whatever, they give you that, you have to take it up to the pharmacist. They give you that little, like, piece of plastic that says, like, you know, with codeine or Sudafed or whatever it is, and then you have to take it up there and and they'll give it to you. So, But you're right. I mean, probably just like, hey, we can steal all this stuff and we're going to make drugs out of it. I I could see that being the case. Dude, things have been bad in Akron recently, man. A lot lot of gun violence, a lot of stuff happening up there. Hopefully get your act together, guys.
0: Yeah, I don't know what's going on in that city up there. You know what I mean? That's uh, that's not me so much. I don't, have, uh, I don't have to worry about that. I'm in the very safe confines of downtown Canton <gasps> where everybody tells me oh how dangerous gosh. it is and yet my, my car's lost. never been broken into. My house has always been fine. I've never been... I Dude, people don't even ask me for money when I'm walking up and down the street,
1: really. Well, they know you don't have any. It's like, dude, Stansbury. What, are you kidding me? This guy doesn't have any money? You jerk. Yeah,
0: Fantone I'm... will be at Key of Alliance this Saturday, 11 to 1. He'll have concert tickets for you. He'll also be wrestling at Busbin this Friday night. Aside from that, we are done for the day. Be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have Have a great afternoon. See ya.
2: The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come true. Canton's Rock Station. Rock 1069.